Good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor. It's Monday the 17th of January, known as Blue Mondays. It's the third Monday in January. It's supposed to be the most depressing day of the year. Paul, I hope you're not depressed. No, I can't say I am because it's nice sunny blue skies outside. So, uh, no, not that kind of blue for me. Good. Well, we're always all happy at BSA. We all love it here. It's a happy place. Um, let's turn to mining though, where the news is a little bit thin, but there's one or two little bits and pieces, aren't there? Uh, I think uh, Kabango Resources have started drilling in Botswana, haven't they? Yeah, well, they've uh, resumed the drilling uh, that they had uh, stopped uh, for the Christmas holiday, and they also had some tools to fish out of hole two uh, there on their uh, concept. They've got a sulfide conductor in geophysics at depth that uh, they're essentially trying to determine uh, what uh, is causing that particular anomaly because they're looking for good size and hidden uh, kinds of uh, deposits. Uh, this is their business model. So it's just a, uh, that they're getting back at uh, something that was already underway before the holiday. I think a lot of the, the, the retail guys are quite interested in Kavango. So, uh one to keep an eye on. It's uh, I, I see it a lot on Twitter and things like that. Um, uh, another one that's been quite popular with the retail is Goldstone Resources, where I think they've had another pouring of gold, haven't they? Yes, they did. Uh, that was a, kind of a nice, interesting story. AIM quoted Goldstone uh, with the Homasi mine uh, startup in Ghana. Uh, they did their first gold pour on the 30th of November, and now they have completed their second gold pour and uh, gotten both of those uh, shipments off to Switzerland for a settlement. And the nice thing about it is, is they've produced uh, enough uh, uh, gold and silver here from these two pours that they've paid off their early production loan uh, that they had made uh, or had been given in order to get this uh, uh, operation bootstrapped into uh, production. So that's actually a pretty good outcome for a, a new company to uh, get uh, underway and uh, paying off some uh, debt uh, at an early pace. So I'm encouraged to see just what uh, they might be able to do in the next few months. Uh, we'll watch that space with interest. I know the CEO, Emma Priestley, who's pretty well known, uh, has been out there quite a lot, um, making sure that it all works. So uh, well done, her. Uh, I think it's also worth commenting, Paul, because it's, it's actually such a big potential project, is that there's been a load of um, activist uh, activity, isn't there, in Serbia, not because of Novak Djokovic, but because of Rio Tinto and the Jadar mine, which is this potentially massive lithium mine to be built. Uh, I don't know if you've got any views on that. Yes, it's kind of unfortunate for Rio uh, in this particular case. They have been uh, protested uh, in, in Serbia every Saturday since uh, late November by uh, environmental activists. And it's not uh, specifically uh, because of Rio or its Jadar operation. It's a general distrust of mining uh, uh, and uh, its environmental legacy that it's left in Serbia so that uh, they are uh, focusing their attention now on uh, this uh, big operation, which uh, is kind of essential to the European battery sector because it uh, represents when uh, in fully in operation by the end of this decade about uh, over 50,000 tons of battery uh, rated lithium carbonate uh, per year per Rio's own numbers. But uh, they're just, uh, they're, fo they're the focus of the ire of uh, the general population as to the uh, legacy that's been left by mining over the last several decades there.
it's the interesting debate, isn't it? You know, with mining is that you know, obviously people feel that ecologically it's it's not great, but you know, it produces huge wealth. And I mean, this this could turn Serbia into the sort of Saudi Arabia of Europe uh, with lithium. And, and you know, so you sort of wonder, well, you know, don't you? What do you want? Do you want the money or not? Um, I suspect we may end up having similar sort of debates down in Cornwall because. Um, you know, obviously that the Cornish lithium and British lithium try to produce lithium down there, but we know there's just still vast amounts of tin and obviously we know tungsten and copper. Um, and yeah, you know, you've got to you've got to drill these things out. Um, but it could become funny enough, Cornwall could go from the poorest county in the UK to the richest county in the UK. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that develops. Yes, uh, yes. Else to, sorry, sorry, Paul, yeah. Yes, that's right. And, uh, that's a discussion or a debate that's going to have to be held all across the world because just to get all of these battery materials up and out of the ground, that's going to be necessary if you want to have any hope at all to meet these 2050 private uh, or climate targets. Uh, uh, it's uh, There has to be a um, meeting of the minds between the general public and the, and the raw materials uh, supply chain sector that uh, these things have to be put into production if you want to meet these goals. So let's get on with it and actually uh, come to some agreement as to how we uh, can get these things accomplished. In, in further news, I wanted to talk about, first of all, a big increase in the total resource ounces announced by uh, uh, dual-listed Endeavor Mining on their African operations. Uh, they've uh, added over 3 million ounces across the uh, resource uh, categories on, on uh, their uh, all of their projects in total, which is double-digit gains across them all. Uh, so they are well on their way to their uh, five-year target of uh, gaining uh, awful lot more ounces in resource than uh, what they had started out the, the five-year period with. So uh, well done to them with the exploration team and so forth. Also wanted <coughs> Excuse me to mention as well, the uh, uh, China GDP number came out over the weekend at over eight percent, which I think surpri has surprised a lot of economists and so forth on how strong it's been, and it kind of uh, has put the uh, uh, kibosh on uh, some of these economists that had been predicting how how much the Chinese economy might be slowing down in the first quarter because uh, the evidence from the base metal sector pricing, for instance, uh, it, it just is not slowing as fast as what uh, had been expected. And that uh, last year's GDP number, I think, is a good reflection that uh, it's stronger than people think. Uh, yeah, Paul, uh, you need to catch up with Monday morning, actually. Uh, we had news out this morning from China of a significant slowing uh, in Chinese GDP. And in fact, they've cut interest rates to try and stimulate growth uh, because of the slowing in growth. Um, yeah, I saw that for this particular quarter here, but I'm not convinced that that is a long going, ongoing thing. That that uh, I, I think it might be more short term than people appreciate. Um um, we'll agree to disagree on that one, actually. China, short term, has got a lot of issues, particularly with, the, obviously, the property situation, the over-leverage and the collapse of it. Uh, obviously, talking to our Shanghai office, we do hear pretty much on the um, on the ground information, should we say, there is a slowing of retail sales. Our, our principal in our Shanghai office owns a major shopping centre, five-floor shopping centre. Um, retail sales are slowing in China. Uh, consumers' confidence is definitely a little bit lower. Um, 
And of course, we know that because of this rapid inflation rise in the West, uh, consumer spending in the West is likely to slow down, which of course means demand for goods coming out of China will slow down, which again slows down China. So I, I'd have to say, actually, I think you're probably wrong there, Paul, for the next 12 months. But, you know, longer term, it is a super tanker that you can't turn around. But we'll agree um, to disagree. There you go. Yeah, uh, let's let's agree to disagree. And I'll take that bet, actually. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. We'll speak again tomorrow. Thanks. Very good. Thanks.